Prophet Bishop Wale Akiande of the Ahava International Ministries is a revivalist, an educator, and bridge builder called to awaken the church in this generation to kingdom wealth and divine health. Through miracles, breakthroughs, and deliverance, he invites the many to experience the supernatural presence and power of God. Through his teachings and prophetic accuracy, many lives have been transformed for the better. Join Bishop Wale as he shares the gospel of the kingdom and helps build and raise a new generation of leaders around the world through his apostolic mandate and mentorship. Now, I want to look at something quickly. Well, about ten, five, ten minutes or so, and then we'll close. The art of seeking God, always. In First Chronicle, in First Chronicle, this really is always oh, awesome. So I'll compare this in the Old Testament example and the New Testament and that's it. In First Chronicle 22, verse 19, First Chronicle 22, 19 says, I'm reading Amplified Version. Amplified Version. It said, now set your heart. That word was what got my attention. Set. It's like setting a clock. You, you wind it, not like the digital now. Digital has not helped us a lot. Well, even digital, you still set it. You can still press it and set it. But the old clock, especially, you have to wind it. You have to adjust it. So set your heart and your soul to seek, inquire, or require as vital necessity. That this thing is so necessary for me. He said that is what you have to do. You have to set your heart and, and so. The Lord your God, you have to seek him, the Lord your God. He said, arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord God so that you may bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy articles and utensils of God into the house built for the name and presence of the Lord. What are the key stuff there? I want to bring principles out of that scripture. The first principle is personal spiritual preparation. He mentioned about personal spiritual preparation. Set your heart. It doesn't jump on you. You have to, it's something that you have to do. You have to decide that, yes, I want to live this life and I'm going to prepare for it. So there are certain things I need to start doing. Certain things possibly I will stop doing. So you have to make those adjustments. Number two, pursue personal relationship with God. I use, the, I emphasize the word personal. It's not based on only what I'm sharing. No. It's not based on another man or God. No, no, no. It's personal relationship with God. The Lord, that's why I say the Lord your God. Not the Lord my God. The Lord your God. The, that God that is your own. Not somebody else's own. The Lord your God. So make a personal commitment to develop that relation. Number three, spiritual growth. Arise and build the sanctuary sanctuary you have to focus on spiritual growth am i growing spiritually am i growing? we are physically growing every day every day the 24 hours you have just added one day 
you are growing every 24 hours. You are, in fact, every minute you are growing. So how are you growing spiritually? What can help us to grow spiritually is the word of God and the Holy Spirit. So we're to decide that I want to grow in this spiritual life. Desire to grow. Desire it. Then, number four, attract to yourself the manifested presence of God and his promises. Two things. Manifested presence of God and his promises. Attract to yourself. Make sure that the way you live, you are living out from the presence of God. And make sure that what is priority to you is not people's opinion, is not your friend's opinion, is not the community opinion, is God's promises, God's word, and God's opinion. And that is why it says, so that you may bring the ark, you are to bring that promises to you of the covenant. The ark of the covenant represents the promises of God, the agreement that he made with his people. So we are to embrace that. Number five, support the work of God generously. Because he said, and the holy articles and utensils of God are brought into the house. We are to make up our mind that part of our responsibility is to be generous in our support for God. Now, Concerning what is said about these two, the Old Testament and New Testament. In the Old Testament, he used this word for covenant and agreement for Israel. In 2 Chronicles 15, verse 12 to 13, 2 Chronicles 15, verse 12 to 13, it says, they enter into a covenant. The people are the ones that did it. He said the people enter into a covenant, a solemn agreement to seek the Lord. It was a decision that the people of that time did. They enter into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their father with all their heart and soul, that they and that whoever will not seek the Lord God of Israel was to be put to death. They are the one that made this. God did not make it for them. They said, anybody that doesn't do this, we are killing him. But we have decided to do so. Whether you see, they, are so, they were so determined that they said, we'll put that person to death, whether that person is a young person. So there is not an excuse, even in our generation for young people. Oh, because you are young, so you can get away with anything. No, 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 no. At that time, they said, whether that person is young, whether that person is old, whether it's a man or a woman, if they don't seek God, we will kill that person. So there was no excuse that, oh, no, they don't understand. Oh, they're too young. No, 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 no. there was no anything like that. Thank God we're in the time of grace, but we must not frustrate the grace of God. Now, let's look at what the New Testament says. The New Testament says in 1 Corinthians 3.16, 1 Corinthians 3.16 amplified, do you not know and understand that you, the church are the temple of God. So we are to live as a temple of God. He said, and that the spirit of God dwells permanently in you, collectively and individually. 
That's the way Amplifier put it. He said, the Spirit of God dwells in us permanently. It's not leaving us. So we are to engage him. We are to develop that relationship with him. In passion, he says this, don't you realize that together you have become God's inner, not outward, inner sanctuary and that the Spirit of God makes his permanent home in you. Hallelujah. And New King James Version put it this way. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? I mean, we have seen all of this. So, what I want to say to us is, so I'm stopping here in this scripture because I don't want to, let me see, is that the way where I want to, okay, let me look at the next two slides then because it's the same topic. In 1 Corinthians 6, 17, it says, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So this Corinthians 6, 17 says, we are, we are one with the Lord. We are of the same spirit with him. So that means developing our relationship with God, intimacy with God, knowing God is no longer difficult because we, our spirit, and the Lord's spirit are one. So by implication, everything the Lord knows, everything the Lord sees, everything the Lord is doing, we're supposed to know it. We're supposed to know it. We're supposed to see. We're supposed to do it because we have the same spirit with him. Now, in this habitation of God, the I will not go to the other topic. I will close it on this habitation of God. In Ephesians 2.22, Ephesians 2.22, and that's the last scripture I'm reading, Ephesians 2.22, it says, in him ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. But he used the word through the Spirit. We become habitation of God not through the flesh, not through our mind, but through the Spirit. So, if you are, if you and I just go by how we feel, what is going on around us, we will never live as habitation of God. That's what he's saying. It has to be through the Spirit. It has to be by our Spirit. In Passion, he says, this means that God is transforming each of you into the Holy of Holies, his dwelling place, through the power of the Holy Spirit living in you. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit is living in us. So it can help us in developing and building that relationship. We can actually live beyond our Enoch lived. Why? Because we have that Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. We have the power of God on the inside of us. We just have to start using it. Power to destroy sickness. Power to destroy problem. Power to destroy the works of darkness. Power to be victorious. Power, whatever you need the power for. We can begin to walk it, but he says something. He said, God is transforming each one of us. So if we don't allow, you see, the more we allow God to transform us, the more we are able to develop our relationship with him. The more we are able to become intimate with him. I was looking at the relationship of my wife 
the, our relationship. It wasn't like this at the initial stage, you know, because we were two different, different individuals and we lived differently. Our passion was different. Our dream was different. Our goal was different. But over time, that differences disappear. They start disappearing one after the other over time. Why? Because we embrace, we started embrace those differences, but we started incorporating into us our way of living. Like what I was saying, that God told us what we should do and what, what he likes and what he doesn't like. And he asked you to embrace and live by what he likes and do it. And the one that I didn't like, don't do it. So the same thing, we apply the same principle into our relationship. What I like or you like, we started doing it. What I don't like, you avoided it. What you don't like, I avoided it. So as a result, we, we become more intimate and more intimate and more intimate in our relationship. It's the same principle. Whether it's father-to-children relationship or friend-to-friend relationship, if you are to walk that relationship and enjoy it, you have to apply the same principle. But here, even much more, the Holy Spirit is helping us, is building us, is working for us. Now, I made these five points based on this scripture, and that's what we pray. Building, number one, to become the habitation of God, building or transformation is ongoing. You don't stop changing. You don't stop. You don't stop. There's no time you say, okay, I've now known it. I've got it. That's it. No. It continues. The Holy Spirit is constantly building and transforming us. That's number one. Number two, an habitation. God wants to be alive in us. He wants to be living through us. He doesn't want to be a dead God. Or God that will just come to every now and again when we need him. No. He wants to be at the center of our life. Habitation. For instance, we are living in our house, houses. He expects you don't visit your house. You live there. You might go elsewhere, but you still come home. So... <laughs> so God wants to reside and he wants to be alive. Number three, it is to be made alive. Our spirit is to be made alive. We are to be made alive so that this God, the living God, can live through us. What that means is that we are living in heaven on earth. We are living in heaven because we are in heavenly places. So we are living in heaven on earth. There will be a time when we'll be living in heaven permanently. You know, but right now, as we're living on earth, we're still living in heaven at the same time. So we are bringing heaven to earth. That is what it happens when we become habitation of God. So whatever goes on on the earth doesn't affect us. It's not supposed to. Then number four, it's not dependent on us. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. The, this is the work of the Holy Spirit constantly working in us, constantly. And number five, lastly, it will result into surge of power. power. Power flowing through us and nothing on earth can stop it. Amen. So I want us to pray in close. I want us to use this last slide that I um, share to pray. And we're going to be praying Number one, about transformation, about building. 
In what area do you want God to build you? What areas are you struggling with? What area do you want to grow in? You may not even be struggling, but it may be a growth. What area do you want to have more experience with God? So just talk to him and say, Lord, I want to experience you more. I want more wisdom. I want more understanding. I want more power. I want to know you more. I want to understand your love deeper. I want to walk in the fullness of what you only can make manifest. Lord, I, I pray for everyone today. Lord, because you have told us where are your habitations. Father, we pray, oh God, that you continue that the Spirit of God is constantly transforming us. Lord, we ask that you transform us on the inside out. Lord, remove everything that may be a barrier in our life that is hindering us from knowing you the way we are to know you. To develop an intimate relationship with you, Father. We ask that those things be removed from our heart and our mind so that we can get to that place where there is no difference between the visible and the invisible. Lord, we can become one truly, just like Jesus Christ our Lord prayed, that may they be one even as we are. Father, may that become our reality, Father, in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray and say, Lord, I'm truly your ambition, Lord. I want to be alive. I want to come alive in you. I want, I want to believe you on earth as if I'm in heaven. Father, I want this heavenly reality to be my reality on earth right now. Lord, let the angels be real to me right now. Let your plans be real to me right now. Let your provisions be real to me right now. Let everything that you have planned, let it be real in my life right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, and I submit, now start praying, Lord, that I submit to the works of the Holy Spirit as he's constantly at work in me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Father, I surrender this week unto the Holy Spirit to walk in me and through me, in every area manifest in my life, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God. And then lastly, you pray, I want that surge of power. I want it to flow freely in me, so that, Lord, I will rule and live in dominion over sickness and disease, over barriers, over problems, over circumstances of life. I'll be able to live victoriously over them because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'll be able to live in divine health. I'll be able to enjoy sound mind. I'll be able to enjoy victory in every area in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh God, begin to pray. Brate Sikeneska Telecom, Rema Sate Nesco Nigrana Sante, Escate Prata Sita Lacata, Brano Sende Kelika Naya, Oriande Sentila Koshkote Predesida, Mayande Sendeboshi, Kanabakanesi, Escate Pradosude, Lord, we submit, we submit, we submit to your spirit, we submit to the Holy Spirit that will no longer allow the flesh to to rule over us. We no longer allow circumstances to rule over us. Certainly, the system of the world will not rule over us. Father, we submit to your spirit to guide and direct us and lead us always in everything that we do, O God, so that our life can please you. Just as you, the Bible recorded about Enoch, it said about Enoch that Enoch pleased the Lord. 
Father, that we will please you yes, in everything that yes, we do, Lord, Lord. in such a way that we become totally one with you. If, Lord, absorb into your presence. Let it be so, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that this week will be an, a supernatural week, an extraordinary week of deep intimacy with you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we magnify your name, yes, O oh God. Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you. Thank you Lord. Lord, we just submit our spirit, soul, and body to you. Yes, Father, take residence in us. Mm -hmm. And Lord, that you not only take residence in us, but you come alive mm -hmm. in us. That our life will be so lit up. Yes, Lord, <laughs> Moses lived 40 days in your presence and the glory, your glory rested upon his skin that was bright and shining. Lord, how much more we daily experiencing you. Father, may we experience you daily this week. Father, may, Lord, let that experience be so tangible to us. Father, as we come into a new experience, a new encounter with you, Thank you, eternal Father, that secrets will no longer be secret. You will unveil everything and reveal it to us, Father, so that we can truly carry out your instruction and so that we can also live for you in every area of our lives. Amen. And Lord, your promises become a reality. Lord, let it be so in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, areas that will be struggling, let it be broken off us. Areas of struggle will be broken off us emotionally be broken of us, physically be broken of us, mentally be broken of us, spiritually be broken of us, financially be broken of us in Jesus' mighty name. That we live in total freedom. You said we shall know the truth and the truth will set us free. Amen. Lord, we receive that freedom today in Jesus' mighty name. Be our covering upon us continually for the rest of this week. We bless you, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening today to the Bishop Wale podcast. 